0: welcome to episode 19 of echo screen this is a podcast about video games mostly pop culture generally and uh friendship uh we're just a, a bunch of people i don't know about that last one yeah kind what are you out, talking honestly.
1: about we're i mean we're just
0: a bunch of people who are friends ha, ha. we're friends yeah now i mean yeah, until I mean we get
1: our what we want out of this
2: when's my check coming in
0: when we get a sponsor, haha. Ha. Anyway, my name's Blaze. With me this week is Aaron. Hey, Anthony.
2: Wow, I'm back.
0: Uh, Robert. Hey guys. And uh, it's been a long time, but Evan's back with us as well. Howdy. All right. So we we have stuff to talk about, obviously. Um, so not only did Microsoft on Sony's. Uh, On Sony's, like, anniversary of the PlayStation coming out, Microsoft decided to release the prices and release date of the Xbox Series X.
3: Well, they didn't decide, quote-unquote, to release it, quote-unquote, apparently.
0: The the Series S, all of it got leaked out or whatever, whatever. But uh, we'll go into more of that because there's, like, a bunch of stuff for Xbox that we want to talk about. I want to start with uh, Ubisoft Forward, which literally had just happened uh, minutes before we... Uh, Minutes before we started recording, it had ended, so let's just open up the thing with all of the uh, announcements, I guess. Um, No pre-show, don't care. Alright, so (laughs) they started with, uh, it's called Immortals Phoenix Rising, which this game was previously called Gods and Monsters, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Something
5: like Hmm.
0: that. And it's like...
1: This what? is the one that's made by the guys who did, God, uh, not God of War, uh, Assassin's Creed before, right?
3: Yeah, it's Ubisoft. Oh, so it? Yeah. I uh, missed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just prefacing yeah,
0: that. Yeah, basically it, um, it's, like, highly stylized, not for that, it's not going for that, like, realism thing that they're doing with, like, every other game that they're, like, is their triple to quadruple
2: A. Oh, wow, it's, look at that. We'll just
0: ignore the phone okay. for now. <laughs> Sorry, <you're> starting. <laughs> right, um, you go. No worries. Uh, Very high production value here. (laughs) Um, uh, Nah, it's alright. But, yeah, so, this game looks, from the description, from what we saw, it's like, uh, they literally on Kotaku, where I'm reading this, describe it as some elements of The Legend of Zelda and Icarus uh, Icarus mixed in. It does
3: look exactly like that, yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: so it's interesting and the early demo is exclusive to google stadia which is not even what? a platform <laughs> what? because
2: what's a google stadia yeah no
0: like it's not even out of beta if i'm Do you stadia. actually not know or it's a streaming know? service No, i'm
2: just i'm just uh, messing okay
3: because i wouldn't even be surprised if you didn't know because <laughs> who does know
2: so uh, I, I, I've been like bombarded with YouTube's ad, YouTube ads of uh, Google Stadia, but I don't give it. Really? A sh- yeah. yeah maybe they're, <laughs> I mean,
0: YouTube is Google. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like so when, when I'm like out overtime.
2: on my runs or whatever, like occasionally, like while I'm listening to music, I'll get like a, a Stadia ad on there.
4: Dang. Yeah.
3: That's well, I've
4: helpful. actually had hands on with that too. Really? Really? Yeah, it's wait, really wait. awful. <laughs> oh. <there you> <laughs> yes. The latency alone game. just I could not stand it. I mean, it.
2: it it looks it looks not great.
4: What games did you play on it? I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Destiny.
0: Yeah, that sounds tough. Yeah. Yeah, it, if it are like infrastructure is not there. If you don't have like it's gigabit, not. you don't it. Yep. You if you're not on Google
4: file. Fiber, don't even try yeah. it.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it, of course it works internally in their like testing facilities because it's under ideal conditions but, of course <laughs> you know whatever I mean was, I assume yeah. they
3: do test it under less ideal conditions but regardless of the fact I don't think they would let that hold them back from uh
0: yeah I mean yeah. I don't know even if it all works perfectly if they're not making enough money on it, all of their like quote unquote adventurous uh, delves into to like technology. Mm-hmm. It will, They will just abandon it like they abandon yeah. everything. If yep.
3: the point of the Google Stadia isn't to sell people Google Fiber, then they're not going to continue forward with the platform.
0: Yeah. And, you know, hey, I would totally like Google Fiber um, around me, but it's just not available. I would adopt Stadia right now if they were like, yeah, and we'll uh, include uh, Fiber in your neighborhood. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm day one right, right now. Come on. Yeah, but, uh, if you if you
4: quit it. our service, you lose your games.
0: Yeah. That's Great. fine. I would <laughs> I would just buy it. I wouldn't use the service, huh? Cuz I I personally oh like to own God. my games and exactly. not stream my yeah. my games. That's yeah.
2: perfectly valid. Uh,
0: but that uh that actually that statement of having like ownership over games instead of streaming them will come into uh play later on in this uh thing. Ooh. But uh foreshadowing continuing on with ubisoft phoenix horizon looks interesting and apparently you can make your own custom avatar but we'll see what it actually ends up doing um i don't know i'm kind of tired of greek and roman stuff just over saturation in the market maybe but uh prince of persia not greek or roman um that's uh, getting a full remake of sands of time and mm. it was like super leaked out and we previously talked about what it could possibly be on the show, but yeah, they showed significant amount, and uh, apparently it's coming uh, relatively sometime soon. I don't think they announced a release date, though. January
4: 2021.
0: Okay, well, there you go. Perfect.
1: Now, I haven't Uh, seen the footage of it yet. I'll look it up now, but is it, like, the same game? The graphics are touched up, or is it completely, from the ground up, remade? So, Um, the... the
4: the visuals are completely redone. The combat, they said they added new stuff.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's just an updated for modern times version of the combat. Yeah, so but the
4: story I, and characters are the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they're it does using, say
3: remake, so I assume it would be new. They're yeah. using
0: even the same voice actor for really. The Prince. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yuri? Really like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's really
5: so. cool.
0: And then we got this, like, Launch trailer uh, animation for um, Rainbow Six Siege's next season, which starts today or something, for uh, Sam Fisher, old Sam Fisher. Uh, what if they just gave him his own game? Ha-ha. <laughs> anyway, it's almost like no, they
3: gave that. him an anime for the <laughs> game that he's going to be in that's been out for. And then they're I'd gonna give the them movie anime, a for sure. For this like, they're
0: making one, if I'm not mistaken, like a legit. What making, <laughs> I know, yeah. I might get you into know that? it. Like, it would
2: probably get me to get into the franchise if they did that.
0: Yeah, but they would need a game, like a current game. Sell yeah, man. Like why? Uh, well, but anyway, here's here's the, the only reason. What you got? Uh, you go, Rob. I was,
1: I was just going just ask, like when you play the game. Like I've seen clips of the game and this, this is coming from somebody who hasn't played it yet, so forgive me for asking this, but this is, does the voice really match up with the character to, like, like... Are you
3: talking about Siege or Splinter Cell?
1: Splinter Cell. Like, every time I see it, it it's kind, it might just be jarring because it's hard for me to see Michael Ironside, like, in the body of this, like, like forty something guy, and it's just like you're. Oh, uh,
4: it's me. Well, I'm pretty
3: sure the like before stuff. this, Sam Fisher has always been like portrayed way younger. Yeah, like this okay. is the first old version of him. Right? Oh, okay. yes,
4: he was a decent age in Blacklist, but this yeah. is way way older than that. So, yeah. Okay,
1: you see, that seems more fitting now because like before, I would see the older ones, and he, he would be like relatively young, like he'd be father's age, I guess. I don't know. Um and he like 30s. 30s? I don't Probably, I don't know. Yeah. Like 20s. Uh, but He's he can be whatever.
0: I don't I don't actually I'm not fam- super familiar. Yeah. All I know is he was significantly aged up
4: for uh yeah
0: for this. That's yeah. all yeah. I know. Okay. He's,
4: he's like the the not the father figure but like a coach for the the Rainbow Six team. Okay, oh, that's man. cool. So in the lore, the Rainbow Six team is a bunch I'm of special operatives coming together for a special task force, and Ooh. Santa Fisher coming in as their task
3: coach. force X. <laughs>
0: <Same> <laughs>
3: what
4: is this? Some kind of Rainbow squad. Six Siege? Squad. Yeah, exactly.
0: Su- su- awesome. Hmm.
3: Some kind of Rainbow Suicide Squad? squad. <laughs> oh
5: no! <laughs> oh okay. oh God. We're oh, done with. By the, by uh, the way, that, it.
1: Splinter Cell anime <laughs> set to be on Netflix. Cool
0: well hopefully it is good or whatever
1: uh the only reason i
0: cared about ubisoft forward and uh i am not even uh i i don't care that's the only reason i cared in any shape or form the only reason i delayed the starting of the podcast was because i had a feeling that scott Pilgrim vs. the world the game would be coming back and officially announced and oh boy it was Woo! Uh, super Finally.
5: short
0: but Scott Pilgrim vs. The World The Game, the complete edition will be out this holiday, apparently and it will be back on PS4 Xbox One, PC, Switch and Stadia, because Ubisoft's going huge into Stadia but um, I can only assume or hope for that matter, that it will be on next-gen consoles as well and in addition, I hope there's some sort of physical release so we never have to deal with this again <laughs> but uh it's also on windows pc i don't know why they don't have it on this list where i'm reading it but i did see that it would be on pc as well like separate yeah. from stadia so hmm. then they should get it on, on
3: every platform so yeah you know i i'm
0: I'm, I'm probably that's i'm probably gonna go on pc
3: that. i actually never played the original one but i had the demo for it and i replayed the demo punch Heck but yeah. i never uh had the money to buy the actual game yeah so
0: I hope uh, the online co-op's like still in, cause I definitely think I'm gonna buy it for PC and Switch at a minimum. Oh, did I say PC? It is on the list. I'm just an idiot. All right, nice. I can't read apparently. Uh, anyway, Watch Dogs Legion comes out at the end of October. There is uh, they showed more and basically that you can recruit the entire city and uh each one. It's kind of like if anyone's familiar with the game Rogue Legacy, like. like the characters have their like pros and their cons based on whatever this game also has like pros and cons of characters that you can can be technically anyone you can recruit them all but you might not want to because they have cons about them and for whatever reason it felt really disingenuous to me Uh, so you know
5: oh cool There
0: it is.
2: I can't get enough of it. Random. That's Ubisoft calling, trying to contact boys. That's the Watchdogs
3: team. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: guess so. Yeah, speaking speaking of Watchdogs, Aiden Pierce from the first game, if I'm not mistaken, is coming back, but only as um, DLC in the season pass, and Mm -hmm. he gets his own storyline. And it's also just like, why are you advertising DLC for this game that isn't out yet? And also, why are you... But they get
3: a um, copy of the original one. As they? I'm reading here. Really? The season pass will also get players a copy of the original 2014 game.
0: Huh. Well, if only I cared about Watch Dogs. And then...
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot Watch Dogs even existed, if I'm yeah, honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, seems like the consensus. <laughs> so, Riders Republic looked pretty interesting, and they showed this like trailer that um, was like pre-rendered and I didn't think anything of it. But then uh, they showed actual gameplay, and it's coming out early next year, if I'm not mistaken. And that's... It it seems cool, but also it's... Like, it's going to be games as a service. They didn't say that it would be, but it looks like it's going to be games as a service. And then, additionally, it seems as well that they are charging, like a cover price for the game and then you're going to have to, uh, like then you buy, um, stuff within the game, microtransactions. I don't really like that. It just doesn't sit well with me. And they, that's what they presented it as. So, hmm. but Hey, well, I mean, big business. they
3: made steep. I'm trying yeah. to remember exactly how that works. Um, as far as like, uh, content, I only played the the beta, so I have no idea how it worked.
0: Yeah, it. I guess is good though. It's a wait and see because I'm curious about it. It looked kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie, it looked pretty cool. And I'm usually not a sports game kind of guy, but you know, that's yeah. This is extreme
3: sports though. It's different.
0: Yeah, it it did look like uh, it did look like like some sort of. Hey, we want to get back into that early 2000s, like X Games and like all the shows, like Rocket Power and all that stuff. Like, hey, remember that? <laughs> Tony Hawk uh. just came out with a game. Don't you love uh, Extreme Sports? Isn't it an bro? It was kind of like that the whole trailer. Yeah, so.
2: bringing back fucking Rocket Power over here. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so speaking of really old things, uh, Nintendo came out of nowhere and talked about. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, but not the sequel that is in development that we got footage for, uh, or just like a little teaser cutscene a year ago at E3. What we got was a game announcement for a full-fledged prequel game, not in the full like the full Legend of Zelda series, but in the a, a spinoff called Hyrule Warriors: uh, Age of Calamity, and that'll be out. Uh, oh, in November, boy. so in November 20th, if I'm not mistaken, and it is like the previous Hyrule Warriors game, it's like Dynasty Warriors hack and slash uh, big mob content, so temporary expectations, but it does seem to be, like, majorly focused on the story of what happened 100 years before the, the plotline of Breath of the Wild, mm. and it does seem like a more fitting stage for that story than what we were given in breath of the wild um, so it is interesting and I do think the gameplay while it's I'm not a fan of that style of gameplay is uh, appropriate for the story that they're trying to tell so hopefully it's awesome it comes out uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, melody of memory comes out on the 13th and then a week later uh, we get uh, this game so I'm sure people's wallets are gonna be a little uh, hurting, especially if. Uh, sorry. Someone's phone, haha. Dude, who has landlines? Line so why do
5: you guys? Have line <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, yes, I Rob in, has. I live. Rob in, has like... this
0: old rotary phone. It's pretty funny, and it sounds like an old rotary phone because he's from like uh, the mid-century over here. But you know. <laughs>
1: cr- hang on, I'll go hang it. You know it's a fact. <laughs> hang on, I'm sorry. I okay. Really I funny. believe it's over. I believe it's over.
0: You guys are a bunch of phonies, am I right? (laughs) Uh,
4: Uh, So that was the podcast, everyone. Have a good day. (laughs) That's it. I never want to
2: appear in another episode of this podcast ever again, ever again.
0: Wow, I really phoned that one, and you guys don't have to. Stop.
5: Ah!
1: (laughs) Let's get Uh. back on topic
0: yeah so age of calamity interesting uh with the consoles that are coming out that month which we pretty much always knew that they were but this this week um xbox and microsoft made it official with a leak of the xbox series x oh no i'm sorry the xbox series s isn't it really easy to uh understand the differences between those two uh it's totally like man if you if you don't know how to say X or S, or you can't hear someone quite clearly, you won't know which one, one it is. Has three X, one has 3X, one has 2X.
2: God! Oh, wow. no, God! Someone's
0: really trying
3: to reach you over there. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Xbox Marketing calling me. For, uh, They're like, console. say it
4: right, say it right. Ah! Why? 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 Professional
2: oh, yes. use, we said Stadia too
4: times.
1: It's okay. Times
0: it's really it's all right but yeah so the the consoles both of them the x and the s uh they come out on november 10th and the x the more powerful console retails for uh 4.99 which is Mm. great fantastic amazing and the s uh which is uh digital only is i think it's like 40 percent um, it's, yeah, it's less than, it's less than half the size of, like, the, like, the room it takes up in, uh, in person than the Xbox Series X, so it's a significantly smaller console, and it is dig- all digital, and it's only, uh, 299 and so they're really pushing, um, Game Pass, obviously. In addition to that big breaking news, um you can start pre-ordering on september 22nd and games pass is teaming up with ea play which is ea's new like service or i guess it's their like online portal uh their store that they have or whatever Mm -hmm. but they're teaming up so now you can play ea games on games pass for free basically free as long as you have games pass ultimate right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um yeah so that's that's big that's like a huge like double win for them because they have a console that is the price people expected and wanted at this point. Like obviously we want it 400 bucks, but that's just not attainable right now. So 500 for uh, the most powerful console that will be on the market by sheer base numbers is uh, is something to to like really like put uh, fire under Sony to make sure that their console, which is not as powerful, just base numbers, is uh, like a competitive price. Microsoft might have done everyone a favor here, in my yeah. opinion, because I don't think Sony wants to uh, make it a $600 console. The last time they did that, they really uh, <laughs> screwed themselves. So yeah, and they and Sony still hasn't said anything as of recording, so. Maybe we'll see something today tomorrow or next week, but it has Hopefully, to be soon. God. you know we've been saying it has to be soon for months now, but maybe maybe that actually sticks so yeah uh and then is does anyone have any response to that?
5: Yeah. I mean
3: no, I don't know really. the whole the situation is kind of weird with the with the series S being leaked uh price and date and then um like a couple hours later they released like the official statement and then yeah. i'm surprised they honestly went with uh releasing the price and date for the series x afterward um yeah i think uh phil spencer uh went on to say that they're going to release it regardless next week quote unquote
0: yeah Mm-mm. yeah, um, yeah. I, think, I don't know uh, i mean that's yeah i think sony's still on schedule i think for next week.
3: regardless of like how many deals they bring up with the game pass somebody brought up a good point that i saw was like most of the like games that they advertise for games pass like they say like we have this many games like hundreds of games on game pass like uh, most of them are pc <laughs> exclusive yeah. really yeah um and it's like when somebody said that, I was like, yeah, I don't really think I would even play any games that are on Games Pass, like, if I even had that service. <laughs> like, because I want new games, so I want to play new games, like, all yeah. games I can always get, like, pretty much anywhere at this point. Um, and then, like, having, I don't know, I don't really see a point in getting a less powerful console, despite it being, quote unquote, next gen. Um, they also <laughs> claimed that the Series S could run uh 120 frames at 1440 p which is not true <laughs> like if uh maybe if you're sitting in a menu i guess like but yeah that is like straight up a lie um i don't know it's their advertising not
0: mine yeah well hopefully uh hopefully those are real numbers that they're not they're just not. Boasting about <laughs> they're but not real numbers for that games that totally are fake. specifically designed to do such a thing on that hardware but uh, <laughs>
3: Even yeah. like really powerful computers have trouble handling yeah, 1440p at 120 frames per second. That's ridiculous.
0: Maybe the technology is just so advanced in know. that machine we can't comprehend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and the Series S specifically, no, that was. Uh, uh,
0: I do want to add that I think I think that um, on this show specifically, but also as just like cultural zeitgeist. People are like super way harder on Microsoft and like towards the Xbox than they are towards, like, PlayStation and uh, Nintendo when it comes to these things. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, Nintendo just, like, not telling us any information, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, this week it's Mario week, next week is Zelda (laughs) week. What's next week, Nintendo? Come on. And then, like, we're, like, annoyed in the moment. Like, we're annoyed when they, like, show the directs that are not what the fans want to see. But also, you know when they do show us the thing we want, we just forget everything else. It's just over. We don't have to think about the things they didn't give us. I mean, that's everything. But, yeah, yeah really. it is. But I, I don't think... I think people are so momentarily, it's like, no, Nintendo overall isn't doing a satisfactory job of communicating oh, with, with the fan base. And I don't think that... And neither could, is Sony right now. So, Sony is for sure. They they're. They seem... This might not but be what it is, but they seem like... There of the playstation 3 era of they will tell us to get a second job for this console <laughs> because they have not like been as forthcoming or um as communicative or casual in their language as microsoft has and i know that people can criticize microsoft for being like too chummy or too casual or like um not being as formal as like the like other companies but i think that the competitive edge that Microsoft is looking for or the amount of information that they're, they're coming out with is, um, it's a great step forward. And I do want Microsoft to have a, uh, a dog in the race or whatever the analogy is. I want them to continue making consoles and to continue being in the gaming like sphere because Nintendo is not a competitor to, to, uh, to sony and like in the same way like nintendo exists as its own unicorn of Mm -hmm. stuff it will always be different and that's why you will have a nintendo whatever that nintendo ends up being you will have that and the games that you get on that but when you when it comes to home consoles you will have a sony or an xbox and i think that we're in a generation gap where the, like the previous generation was it was pretty much you had you most people that I like I really uh, knew had a 360 and then if their 360 broke enough times basically they were decided to get a Playstation. They didn't literally wait they had one or the other or both because that's like it, it mm. was just like kind of more affordable to do so once the, the Playstation 3 kind of kept going down in price and the Xbox 360 was always um more affordable i think it was like 350 400 dollars it was just like yeah it was not uh nearly as much at the time it felt that way anyway and they made so many iterations of it that uh yeah and this feels like another generation where multiple consoles will be like happening like it it feels more present than it did before even if the numbers for those consoles are more i guess i don't know that's the the feeling i get
3: i mean later. i would think that uh anybody who is a fan of games in any ideal situation would want both consoles but for sure yeah you're right at this point it's like about the money essentially yeah especially no, with everything else really going.
0: but that i think the series s does provide a like a like a point of entry for people who have either taken that gap like i have from xbox to to end like to dip their toes in if they're like i don't want to spend 500 bucks but 300 bucks is more feasible i I think
3: if you are a casual gamer who plays their games on an xbox one currently there's no point in switching over right and not carrying over your account and your service to the series s or the series x if that's something that you would like to do for sure but um definitely the series s is made more consumer friendly for those people like who are just going to be playing nbas or uh maddens or fifas right
0: it could be, I mean, I, I'm thinking about it as, like, a return to all the, like, the downloadable games that I had previously had, and games I want to check out for, um for like, what I've missed over a generation, and I don't hmm. really care about all the bells and whistles, like, if I can save 200 bucks, and I'll just get Games Pass for, like, a month or two, just to, like, check out, or, like, even six months, it's still, like, this, the amount of savings that I have, comparatively than just buying a Series X and in that kind of whole spiel right but, but I will add that Microsoft is also doing this thing which they did with the Xbox one which I didn't really realize until recently they're like leasing consoles so yeah I they think have a it's, payment plan it's like 25 bucks a month or something mm-hmm. around that price
3: I think 35 for the series X
0: okay so it's it's like under 40 bucks a month mm. for the co- the newest greatest console. And Games Pass Ultimate, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think that's the deal.
3: And that is Omega Smart.
0: That sounds way more uh, like oh, I might get the the quote-unquote most powerful console on the market if I can play all this stuff I haven't played. Which, I mean, in my situation, I do want to play old games because I haven't played them yet. They're new to me. Um, I don't. Uh, and for for that much a month is better than 500 bucks plus. Etc. Etc. That is appealing. That is very appealing. But also, time and uh, energy and hmm, what else do am I lacking that uh wouldn't make me just dive in right now? I don't know. I'm kind of like curious about what happens when I don't want to pay that anymore. Like, mm-hmm. do they come to collect my Xbox? It's <laughs> well, I mean, like my whole, account banned.
3: The, the thing is, like, you could just get Game Pass on PC and yeah, do that. That's anyway. the thing. True.
0: Yeah, there are some betas, though. I, I believe, like, Ooblets, if you guys have heard of that game. It's yeah, kind of, yeah. like, a weird Pokemon-ish game. But uh, I'm, like, really curious about that. I don't think it's on PC yet. And I've always wanted to go back and play, like, Fable 2 and Fable 3. Those aren't on PC. Um, so, like, those are those are certain things. And then I think I have, like, a bunch of, like, arcade Xbox arcade games that are just, like, lost on my account that I, I kind of miss but who knows uh maybe uh in a year or two from now i'll have that like one of those things and i'll be able to talk about it with uh, expertise but it is definitely appealing and i'm definitely interested and i would like to see how sony responds because you know it's just the console wars uh i don't really like how people get so heated uh and about everything on the internet but i do <laughs> i do like how it benefits the consumer overall for the companies to uh, be competitive towards each other. That's all I care about. I yeah.
4: It's kind of ludicrous that the console war is even a thing, because you don't hear about like yeah. the graphics card wars for PC or anything like that. You just buy what you find valuable to you.
2: I mean, I've never given half of a shit about the console wars. I remember like, growing up in the 2000s and like, having a good number of peers in my school days kind of going like are you an Xbox kid or are you a P- PS2 kid or are you one of those weirdos with a GameCube and it's more like it's like dude I just buy the games I-, I like man who
3: didn't have a GameCube that's, that's a, like the better question
2: <laughs> a, I mean there was like, there was, like a, there was a subsect of like people in my uh that i went to school with that were just like play you, you play we just play like madden and shooters and that's about it
0: yeah you're, you're uh, pre-cod
2: people. it was just like yeah, pre-cod people yeah like, it was basically like all marketing thing, like like halo essentially like halo yeah. and madden and then like i knew like it wasn't like you weren't like completely shut on for having a gamecube but like your tastes in games were a bit more weird because of the fact you had, uh, cause you had, like a GameCube. Because you're, you're playing games like, uh, like Luigi's Mansion or Pikmin or Wind Waker,
0: Fantasy, Fantasy Star,
2: Fantasy Star, <laughs> Sonic Adventure Two. You know stuff like that.
0: Yeah, a
3: bunch of good games.
2: But. I mean, hey, Halo's good, too.
0: Yeah, but they're kids' games. You see Master Chief over here? He's an adult man. A bed <laughs> under there, he has a huge beard, and he's really manly. But we can only tell from his voice and his green I mean, outfit.
3: The console wars is a thing that exists outside of the actual industry of video games and entertainment, really. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't hear any video game company telling you that they want another video game company to fail. No, like, except they, for Sega. Like, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, once maybe you get to like uh, the corporate heads who are actually only thinking about the numbers. Like, when you get down to the people who are creating these things and who actually, like, I don't think they want to just should. make cool stuff. Yeah, no, they don't. They want well, that, and everybody it's like, else to succeed, obviously, because I mean, like, they want cool stuff.
2: Hell, like the guys that did Bayonetta were just like, "Look, we'll move on. We'll make uh, Bayonetta two exclusive to like the Wii U if that's what it takes to make it exist." Yeah. You know? So I, I, yeah, like it doesn't. Obviously, like the crea- creators don't really care that much. But I, I don't really think, like most people, like even like in gaming communities, don't give a fuck at least anymore. You'd be surprised mm. how be surprised. many
0: people on the internet are um, vocal about it. Really? It's just like, yeah, no, the console wars are alive. Oh, yeah, at yeah. our times like it's yeah. not. It, <laughs> it like people are just. People are angry for for no reason about literally anything. we, we might be able to, like to have a sensible conversation about it, but like a snapshot of Xbox's or Sony's like tweets for their social mm-hmm. media accounts. So... like yesterday, literally when when um, Xbox like announced their the price points and stuff, PlayStation and Sony were trending on Twitter because people were like, Sony, tell us what we want to know. Right now, Xbox did it. Now you have to tell us. You have nothing to lose now. It's like, actually, they really do have a lot to lose if their console, if they can't match that price point or beat that price point. They're in big trouble. (laughs) Yes. And, like, I think there are people over there at Sony who are like, uh, we were going to do 600. We wanted to do 600 because that would be the way we could break even on the console. Now we have to take... They sell um, a million units and they're losing a hundred bucks on each unit. How, what is that number?
2: I just can't imagine. It's a hundred
0: million dollars. So uh, <laughs> they're losing a lot of a lot of money uh, on the console launch, which they do. They have before, but it's still like we, they don't want to, especially in a global recession. Haha. Right. But yeah, it's about the. Uh, it's. It is definitely. Uh, around the conversation or argument i guess is still around and it is it's always been tired i think but uh it's definitely
2: tiresome because i i just can't imagine like like it's one thing if like you have your exclusives that you know you're gonna buy just because you just have the, the your types of games that you like to play but i just can't imagine like being invested in in games that other people play, like to a point where I'm gonna give them shit, They're like, wow, you suck because you buy a you have a different console than me. Yeah, like, I I just can't imagine like it's King all about Harry. the
0: exclusives. You have uh Microsoft has Halo and Sony has uh like Nathan Drake. I don't know. like if if you like Master Chief more than you like Drake. You're mm-hmm. dead to me. If you, like, Drake more than Chief, you're an idiot. Like, that's what kind like of... Definitely, like,
3: a byproduct of those early 2000s, like, aggressive marketing schemes. Like, Mario this kind of idea that <laughs> there can be only one console in your home and it has to be one of these two like, is yeah. really strange. <laughs> like, especially yeah. as somebody who
5: yeah
3: likes games as a hobby. Like, you would want both.
0: Yeah. You would want both, like, but there's only it's, more it's about games. convincing your parents, you know? at the time it's like wh- where the kids get like the it's all it was like advertising to kids like right. they mm-hmm. and when you when you like make such a strong argument that like such lasting um advertisements to kids in and they're like man I really love Sega's advertising I've always loved Sega as a company but Nintendo man Mario's kind of boring compared to Sonic like look how cool and fast he is Mario just he just jumps on stuff like what,
5: and
2: he like, doesn't have much of an attitude either. He's just kind of yeah. Like, he's just kind of smiling all the time. That's fucking lame. That's just, so
1: yeah. Let's so remember basically, the the true what? champion, tied the Tasmanian tiger. No, not better exactly. than bull. No, we're bold.
2: not doing this. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. But basically, the point is, Tech that... from
3: Tech and the Power of Juju, <laughs> the fourth competitor enters the arena.
4: It, we joke, Jokey. but I love all these games. They're great. Play <inaudible>
2: fucking Tack! What a what a what a TAC character to game bring Cube up! Number. What a character right. to bring up, though. Tack two is in PS two.
0: The point is that people prefer Pepsi over Coke, and sometimes it's Whoa. literally just
2: the the. the I like, like that personally. Shots uh, fired!
4: Shots
2: fired! Wow, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we brought Coke into this.
4: Coke, no, I'm, I'm just making a point. I'm not. Oh, expressing no, no, I, 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 no. I, I,
2: I, I love the joke. It was good. I mean,
0: Coca Cola is Mario and Pepsi is Sonic. <laughs> that is literally the analogy <laughs> you're, I'm you're making. You're not
2: wrong. You're, you're not. Anyway, we're moving
0: wrong. on to, to things that are less uh, controversial. No More Heroes 3, not controversial in any way. Uh, <laughs> Haha. It's a probably more of an inside joke for people who aren't familiar with the series. But No More Heroes is like super edgy in every way and i wouldn't
2: uh, have it any other way
0: yeah I'm a, I'm a fan even though it has some sort of like flaws and it's kind of immature in retrospect but hey i was kind of wow. immature when i when i first uh liked the series too so Calm it'll sit me with out. me uh anyway it got delayed until uh, 2021 so obviously it's a result of covid they put out like a big suit of 51 the uh director uh and like creative mind behind no more heroes put out a uh, a statement about it and uh i think they're i don't remember the artists that they're teaming up with as well but uh not uh it's a it, it's a really interesting to me personally the uh Derek robertson of the boys you guys are familiar with the boys mm-hmm. um is working to make key art uh, for No More Heroes 3, which... What that, the hell? Yeah, it sounds really r- awesome, right? So
2: That definitely caught me off guard.
0: Yeah, super cool. That's about it for that. If you want to read the full statement, it's uh, plastered on every major gaming site. Uh, and then, moving on to not super game-related, uh, just for a brief moment, we're going to talk about the Dune trailer. Anyone check the Dune trailer out?
1: No,
2: I did no. not. I, watched,
1: I did not. I just watched it, um... It it looks cool, I guess. <laughs> All right. So anyone
0: who who here has read uh, at least the first book of Dune, mm-hmm. it's just
2: Aaron and I. Yeah, me, not me for sure. Dang, it feels it's really vivid. bad, man. I think oh.
1: that's I think that's the thing. Whoever really read David the book. Melanie, so, mm-hmm. have you guys seen it, Aaron and Bullets? Yeah. The yeah. trailer, yeah. What do you guys? The trailer,
0: read the book. Uh, Aaron, Ollie, you to go first.
3: I think it looks really good, honestly. I'm a fan of the director. They directed some of my favorite sci-fi movies, Blade Runner 2049, 2049, uh, Arrival. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, I think it looks really good. I mean, the only thing I'm slightly disappointed about is the eyes. It looks kind of like an After Effects (laughs) add-on. Like, They just kind of make them glow blue. It's a little bit weird, but whatever. I can get over it. Um, I think a lot of people who do see the trailer are people who have seen the documentary film yodorowsky's doing mm. and they're kind of disappointed that it's not like bright and like flamboyant but the way that uh this new trailer portrays the characters is like very directly from the book like they uh describe in the book the uh still suits that they use as just like gray suits with uh moisture collectors <laughs> like it looks more uh more taking reference from the book heavily than uh the previous iterations of uh, dune movies
0: yeah yeah i think uh for the most part it is it looks the way the book um like read i guess yeah oh, that's yeah. literally how it was is it for the most part besides like two things and personally the hollywoodification of the trailer is just like that's the standard even if it's the it yeah i'm not gonna judge the
3: movie by the trailer the trailer was like completely throw a pop song onto the clips from the movie whatever just throw it out there but i mean it's cool to see things like regardless of how the trailer plays things out visually or story-wise i present it i don't know like no idea just something with the lyrics they're yelling maybe
2: oh no <laughs> I would love that yeah. call me reach me if you want to call me beat me if you want to reach me there it goes Yeah, I, I, I
0: definitely think that if you saw that trailer and you were like oh okay and then you read the book in like the coming months before the movie comes out you would visually not be very far off from like there would be no mm. like dissonance with what yeah. was what you saw versus what you're reading and imagining and versus like and it was the same way in reverse. Before I had seen anything of the movie, I read the book. The, mm. the movie trailer from, at this point, majorly looks, like 99% looks like what I imagined from reading it. Yeah. And the eyes do bug me. They do look... Um, like it, It's like almost like, yeah, it doesn't look that great, but also in addition, it's just like they did a half-step when they should have stepped the full way yeah and then they definitely should have it was this... more like
3: like twilight's versions of vampires right <laughs> like they step oh into god. the sunlight and they glow like the, oh, about dear it dear god no. that's, that's like th- essentially the only comparison that i can make where it's like that's yeah, a rough comparison at that point
4: yeah that is winning <laughs>
2: effect
0: in in addition the there's this like they like made it a very big point to show you like sword play in like the the trailer and then like Mm -hmm. the shields that they have like the body shields that they have and i know i'm going to sound like that guy who's like well in the book but in the book they they specifically talk about like the sword play style and how you have to be like slower than the reaction time i I believe i'm remembering correctly it's
3: kind of interesting i don't think they necessarily say that like the combat is slow paced they just say that there's a very specific speed that you have to hit the um shields at for it to puncture essentially like if you go too fast the shield will break your blade if you go too slow it'll stop it like it's yeah. pretty specific but i don't think they necessarily meant that like hand-to-hand combat will be slow they just have to be precise more so yeah than anything. I, but they I just think make it seem more action heavy
0: yeah, that that is like I wasn't necessarily like, man, they should be slow fighting over here, but I was <laughs> like, the it doesn't look like that level of detail, which maybe is super nitpicky and yeah, like just a me problem. But it, I mean, they it, could
3: have played it up.
0: Yeah, I I felt the choreography looked mostly normal and not as unique yeah. as it should have been. It was like normal been.
3: action movie stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that that's probably the basis of my problem. Really looking into it. But did, I
3: mean, uh, we saw two was snippets. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting how they visually portray the shields because yes. uh, the original Dune movie is very notorious for having this Roblox guys fighting each other. <laughs> 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 so,
5: no. Yeah, it was pretty I, tough.
1: I just I I haven't seen it. I only see clips every once in a while, and I just the mm. big one I love seeing is uh, him reaching his hand into the box and screaming out. The pain. Really...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do think, uh, honestly, I think I'm I'm excited overall for the movie. Oh, I'm 100% uh, I, I I I definitely want to see it. I would love to see it in IMAX, but I know that yeah, that is not a reality in the world that we live in, at least in America. I mean, it's
3: said only in theaters in IMAX. I'm going to when... go regardless if I die watching that movie. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well,
0: no.
2: apparently when there does when does it come out? Open in Atlanta.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, the, it's they didn't uh, say a date. Uh, I yeah. assume sometime next year. Okay. It was supposed to be Christmas. Or,
0: originally, it was supposed to be Christmas yeah. this year, but uh, yeah, on... I
3: think the production might might have gotten delayed. I would it expect spring or more than likely summer.
0: They were filming. It was supposed to be like the first book of Dune, but in two parts. Like they were yeah. going to do part one and part two, mm-hmm. and this was obviously part one. They were going to have. um this one come out this year and they were filming them back to back that's what i'm trying to get at yeah so we'll see they may have had it already filmed and the effects and stuff but they might delay it so that the there isn't a weird gap yeah uh between with all the reshoots and whatever
1: but oh by yeah. the way by the way the song in the trailer is eclipse by pink floyd oh
0: yeah. that oh. was a weird cover yeah <laughs> Which I guess that is a super big reference to uh, Jodorowsky's Dune. Yeah. (laughs) So. True. Cool. Interesting. Maybe there's uh, more than meets the eye. Not a Transformers joke. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, my God. (laughs) So let's move on to a, a new update from Epic v. Apple. Oh, boy. And so there's a couple different things. So Epic is going to be uh sometime soon i don't really remember the specific date but epic is not going to let people sign in with their apple id's anymore anymore and that's happening relatively soon and then additionally um apple is counter-suing uh epic for what polygon quotes in their title the uh the like uh, headline as cold-blooded circumvention which is obviously like you quote unquote stole money from us beyond our terms of service and yeah so it's uh it's only heating up it's not gonna end anytime soon so that's about that for that update (laughs) if you guys really loved fortnite on mobile phones i know (laughs) I don't think any of us here are super broken up about it. Nope. Uh, don't you're not going to be getting your Fortnite back on your phone anytime soon.
4: I would be very and sad if this got to the point where Epic had to close down entirely. Epic? Yeah.
0: Oh no, Epic's Epic's going to be fine. They will find some, like Shoot. it will just be a parting of ways. But this is just Apple putting pressure on Epic because. Yeah, they don't want any new precedent being set, and they're I gonna think... do everything that they can. Yeah, for both of them to to agree. If it literally just comes down to Epic gets a special deal and or they both part ways from each other, that's like that's probably what's gonna happen. I don't think Apple wants to be out here being like, oh yeah, you know that the developer of the most popular game in the world. Well, they were worth over seventeen billion dollars and. Us, a uh, huge uh, mega billion dollar company, we just crushed them into the dust like they were anything else. That'd be a really good luck when they're trying to uh, give you iPhones, you know? So, mm. I don't I don't think it. it's going to be anything that will directly affect us, the consumer. It will all just be for Epic and or Apple's gain in either special deal or like just no new precedent for legal matters in Monopoly suits because obviously... If you're a big corporation, you don't want that. But hey, we're just a video game podcast. Don't ask us about uh, about uh, monopolies in uh, in business. Anyway, again, we're moving on now. More video game news. Has you, have any of you guys heard of Lab Zero Games? The name mm-hmm. sounds familiar. No. They're they're develop they're the developer of Skullgirls. Oh, individual. I heard about this. Yeah. So <laughs> basically uh a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago a bunch of key members of uh lab zero uh resigned from yeah. the, their positions because uh a uh basically a high level um i guess they were an executive and or manager i yeah. think it was
3: one of the founders No, yeah, yeah one of the founders, and they have original product owners they yeah,
0: yeah they owned Five zero, Zero basically, or were like in a controlling stake of live Zero, and they basically had promised to leave because of their behavior, their unacceptable behavior, and then they did not do that. They did not leave. So, in a like, in reaction to this, key members left and they kept just like leaving and tendering their, their resignation and making it very public, um, in doing so. And then, additionally, mm-hmm. uh, this was last week, um, Everyone that was left, who hadn't already quit, as the uh, Kotaku article says, were laid off, and mm. the, basically, the, um, it looks like the company that is a okay, basically the property owner for Skullgirls, which Skullgirls is their, like, it's their service game, they keep updating it, it's, that's kind of, it's like a fighting game if no one's familiar with that. But uh, basically uh, Autumn Games owns the property of Skullgirls and Skullgirls mobile developer Hidden Variable Studios both have promised to keep the fighting game alive and updated and all of that. So, yeah, it's very interesting. If you guys have not uh, already picked up or anyone listening hasn't already picked up Indivisible, you might want to get a physical copy because that game is probably going to be like the way okami was back in the day just like gonna fall into the ether and most likely Mm -hmm. but uh that's interesting super uh it sucks to have uh people in power who are continually doing horrible things and are on record for doing horrible things and they keep getting away with it that's not some sort of bail the Commentary about American politics in any way or (laughs) politics in general, but hey, we're just a video game podcast. Ha (laughs) ha. Now, (laughs) finally. Show be your subtitle. Yeah. Or it might be that it's going to be. The title for this episode is probably going to be like Phone Calls and American (laughs) Politics or something. Uh,
1: I think I got a daily life banner. Awesome. (laughs) The. uh,
0: The uh, the daily life know. of an American uh, video game podcast. <laughs> now, uh, well, let's start Like, let's like wind down with the news cycle with uh, New York Comic Con. Uh, it's now called Metaverse for this year, and it's like an all digital <laughs> streaming event. That's funny. You can you can find <laughs> the. Uh, I believe Polygon has a, a whole list of what the panels will be, but I mostly just wanted to talk about how it it's. Uh, it's going to be happening about a month from now on October 8th through the 11th, and uh, just keep an eye out for it. All the panels are, are out. If we'll have any like huge announcements, I don't know. But uh, yeah, copying the Comic-Con, like the San Diego Comic-Con formula, is probably not ideal if they were going to copy anyone's formula, it's kind of surprising. But DC Fandom, yeah. I think, was the most engaging of all yeah. of these uh, quote-unquote all-digital cons.
1: And um, and even then, that yeah. was just like pre-made videos just kind of yeah. like played on a loop. Well, not a loop, yeah. but on a row.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I think that is better if, that, if that's what they're going to do. Because I, I feel like the video game industry is super adapted to it. Nintendo's been doing this for years at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but...
4: Many small companies, too, actually.
0: Yeah. I mean, people found a way to adapt, and uh, some do it faster than than others, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for heavy news topics. I don't think Chad's going to come in clutch with the (laughs) updates on the Robert Pattinson uh, COVID or whatever, but that was hot news announced in the middle of the show last week uh there is yeah. a slight update on that um i believe he's just still like in quarantine right now it's not confirmed if he um is like showing severe symptoms or what mm-hmm. kind of delay it'll have on the batman yeah. but again there's just no real big update on it uh
3: it's simple we uh, kill the
0: batman <laughs>
2: oh God, no! Oh no, that, that might—that might, that might
0: age super poorly. I know. I feel like it's gonna oh. age like
2: some milk or something. Yeah, oh. I hope not. Anyway, I
3: mean, regardless of the intensity at which it ages, it will age appropriately. Because <laughs> <it> one day, <laughs> I mean, everybody does, not me. Okay. Uh, oh.
1: I—I <sighs> I just hope he's okay. I. This yeah. It sucks. He was yeah. intent,
4: wasn't he? He was in tenet. Yeah. Was he? I hope no one else Mm. got different. Oh no. Yeah.
0: yeah, No. Yeah. It's interesting. They basically anyone who had to come, who came in contact with him and or anyone else that was, uh, that was like tested positive, all of them had to like all assistants, even the director, like all these people, which we don't know, we don't have that information. Mm -hmm. They would all have to go into two week quarantine, fourteen days, and that would majorly delay the production absolutely so we really don't know what what it is who it has it what the severity of it is like you can test positive not be showing symptoms but majorly it is just like oh you came into contact with that person and even if they're showing symptoms or not it's best to uh, play it as safe as possible because it can uh spread and mm-hmm. i don't mean to do this but there's it's a tragic wildfires are going but spread like wildfire oh,
4: God.
0: uh yeah yeah california and uh oregon now are literally
4: on fire. it's like a hellscape uh-huh. over there yeah Jeez. what terrifying.
1: i keep hearing i keep hearing like it all started from a uh what is it a uh gender reveal gender reveal party yeah no yeah.
0: so so some of it like a big one did that was a a, new one. an additional one that was yeah. a yeah a new one but they're already like Huge fires spread across everywhere else, but this, hmm. like, I don't know. I think people care so much about uh, their are revealing the gender of their kids when they could just be like, oh hey, I'm having. Uh, I'm just like, I got this letter from my uh, from my doctor. I'm gonna have X kind of child. And mm-hmm. it's like, I oh, mean, cool. What does it matter? <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't matter. In any, like, yeah. What? Like, I get that you're excited and you're, you want to celebrate, but also be. Uh, responsible be thoughtful especially when california
4: really... is having record highs in their weather right yeah. now. they got up yeah. to like 105 or something ridiculous which when, never you, happens when you have Good a season
0: Lord. when you have a season of the year called fire season yeah <laughs> you might not want to explode anything yeah it was like but a failed
3: uh like fireworks or like uh some something like how that it
1: i was gonna ask if it was that or if it was just something as simple as somebody
4: like lit a cake lighting up liking a cake <laughs> yeah <laughs> a candle <laughs> oh like i don't mean to laugh at their misfortune but just honestly the absurdity honestly of that.
0: I, I believe the people involved uh it's like a misdemeanor fel- or felony charge depending on how they try them but they will definitely be on the hook for either yeah they basically or got away
3: scot-free for uh you know burning down half a forest and partial section
0: of California. And people who have to uh, evacuate their homes. I don't know. Yeah. I think that uh, there will be some sort of, like, even if it was just a quote-unquote mistake, like, it doesn't matter. You have to be held responsible, in my opinion. But anyway, mm-hmm. I, I don't think... I think we glossed over the Xbox launch day lineup, but uh, they pushed Assassin's Creed Valhalla up. I know we said we were done, but also, I'm not done. I have more information. Um, so dirt 5 november 6th uh destiny beyond light the expansion will line up with uh the launch assassin's creed valhalla got pushed up a week so that it would be out for launch which is huge in, uh i think gears tactics finally on consoles it will be on november 10th uh Attached effect connected will be um it's which is tetris effect uh with multiplayer it will be on day one launch watchdogs legion obviously launch uh yakuza like a dragon is a few days after launch i believe it's the 13th which is that same week so it's just a few days out but yeah that is a much more enticing even though it's all third parties besides gears which is first party gears tactics is a it's been out so whatever but only on pc so that's a, interesting that they got um ubisoft to push their game up their like the i guess it's not their biggest game but Mm -hmm. man they have two huge ubisoft games legion and um and valhalla just like coming out within a a few weeks of each other that's ridiculous is both massively multi like massively multiplayer massively online like no not online or multiplayer (laughs) massive open world that's what i'm looking for <laughs> open world games and i don't know i personally don't find it uh, appealing to me as like a, a consumer of like uh, games and my preference in games but i definitely think that they have a, a, like a big enough smattering of stuff that there is something for everyone haha so yeah that's cool i'm glad that they could lock up some of that stuff I, they are multi-plats but uh it it makes it like if they are going first because we don't know when playstation or how much playstation uh or why playstation for that matter but uh yeah it's uh it's that uh and then we'll play the catch-up game which we play every week uh what has everyone been playing watching or listening to uh who, uh, let's go with Anthony first.
2: Why me first?
0: Because <laughs> you've been watching something and I want uh, and playing something and I want you to talk about it. It's been a few weeks since you've been on, I think.
2: Yeah, it's been like two or three. Um, well, I've been watching Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, the
0: animated show, the most recent uh, Turtles animated show on Nickelodeon.
2: Yeah, like it got canceled pretty recently. Mm-hmm. Which is a shit. Like, I, it was always a show that I would see around. Like, yep. I would see like a lot of like animation clips from it and behind the scenes of it. And like, it's funny because I remember like a couple years back before the show came out, and like they were just showing like promotional art of it. Like, I kind of wrote it off because I just didn't really like the initial design of a lot of the turtles in April. But then it kind of grew on me. And I kept seeing them in motion. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see, like, the appeal of this. And then, you know, around hearing that the show is more comedic in tone, like, because most action cartoons that the- we grew up with were just a full-on, like, 22 minutes, like, a full half-hour runtime. This show is, has its runtime kind of split into two episodes kind of similar to shows like steven universe and gumball
5: Mm
2: -hmm. um and i I, hilariously enough i actually love this show like it really blew my expectations like like even the comedy kind of works for me (laughs) like it's actually really charming like it's 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 not as serious as like say the um 2003 show but like Oh, a lot of the characters are so likable that you don't really care. Like you'll you'll watch the turtles like hang out, um, watching wrestling or just break dance in the middle of Times Square. Like you're just you're <laughs> kind of down for whatever adventures are on. And of course, the animation's fucking gorgeous. Sick.
5: <laughs> nice.
1: Now is this and- the show where where Shredder becomes part of a uh, Krang species?
2: No, I think that is okay. two thousand three. Shredder, okay. I haven't gotten to Shredder yet because they they really keep him in the in the in the back burner in this show. Like he's he has yet to show up where I'm at. Like the big bad okay. is like is is like this mutant guy, uh, voiced by John Cena.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's like he's
2: like a. He's a mutant scientist who's just like I want to make people mutants like me, because uh, we're really cool, I guess. <laughs> and um, and there, there's like, yeah, there's just like every now and again you'll run into like a different type of mutated villain. Like there's a got, like there's a guy who's like a chef. He's like a pig man, and he's a chef. He's kind of like a Gordon Ramsay parody and his whole thing is like he cooks different mutants to eat them and drain them of their power so he can take on whatever abilities they have
0: sounds like uh 80s 90s anime honestly
2: oh no <laughs> like this show is quite anime
0: but also it sounds like um it sounds like they're taking all those like weird toys that they originally came out with like for TMNT and they're finally like doing backstories on all of them because well, like it's
2: funny because like a lot of these characters you think would be like uh characters from different media but no a lot of these villains are like completely original they're just new some a lot of them are like the hypnopotamus guy yeah he's he's new the chef guy he's new
0: if you look at like all those old toys they were just really weird and they had like no either visual presence on the shows of any kind or movies yeah and they they just were just toys
1: they're usually some, big like get. comic
4: pros uh, presences if i recall right I'm, interesting yeah, yeah My brother's like a huge uh, turtles fan so he's been telling me about that
5: lately.
1: all right cool. i i really want to read the new well it's not new it's like the idw i believe the first thing they did where it's like they now have the hard covers where it's just beautifully reprinted right now i just want to mm. I heard. I'm trying to remember who did it. I think it might have been. Are they doing Power Rangers
4: right now? IDW.
1: Oh, I IDW. Uh, Boom Boom Studios is doing. Oh, Boom Studios. That's
4: it. Their Power Rangers run is amazing.
1: Yes. Thank you. It's amazing. (laughs) I I need to catch up on GoGo. I I'm reading that right now. I really love it.
4: Really good. I recommend.
2: Awesome. Oh, I got I got something to read. Anthony. What
0: talk about Kingdom uh, Hearts. You got yes. it. Alright.
2: <laughs> Alright, boys. Well, um, I'm almost done with my critical run of Kingdom Hearts three. Only nice.
0: nine hundred years later.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> um I will say this I've been meaning to regale this story to the podcast because it is a fucking doozy. Cause it was during my time in the ca- in the Caribbean, and I was sailing the Seven Seas with Donald Duck and Goofy Goof. And, awesome. And the, here's the thing: so I don't like the ship combat. We all know this. And, ama- yeah. and amazingly, I got past the Luxor race pretty fucking quickly. Like it only took me like two tries to beat him, which I did not see coming. But then I got to the Kraken boss fight. And the Kraken boss fight is not fun because you're trying to, like, take out uh, Davy Jones' ship while he's shooting down the Pearl, mm. and the Pearl cannot take damage worth a damn. It's pretty bad. It, it's like you you can blink and then like half the damage bar goes up. So, but you know, I, it took me a couple tries, but then I beat the Kraken and with very little damage to spare, and I'm thinking, okay. I'm done, I don't have to do this no more. I can fight Davy Jones and get on with it. Wrong. Because (laughs) despite Donald and Goofy leveling up and the Kraken being handily defeated, I get put into the game over screen. (laughs) This isn't a joke. And I visit, I scream, what? (laughs) What the hell was this? And then I click retry, obviously angry, And I'm like, please don't tell me I got to do this shit again. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't. I have to do the boss fight before that again. And then do the Kraken again. And then I get to finally, after all this trials and tribulations, I've earned the right to fight Davy Jones. And uh, I was not pleased. (laughs)
0: It's awesome. <laughs> it's- well, do you send him back to his locker?
2: Well, I will say, Goofy and I had a really good ass finisher. It was, it, nice. was, it was the stuff of legends. Like, I you did the um, Goofy Bombardier, and then I finished him off with a double forms finisher, which was pretty sick. I'm glad I could it. help. I could help. <laughs> it was all you, Rob. It was it was you channeling uh, your energy to Goofy. And that's
1: what we won. I lifted. Uh, you called me and I, you said, lift up your hands and give me your energy. And I was like, <laughs> can
2: do. That's
5: awesome.
2: I will say, though, um, where I'm at right now, like, I'm fighting the organization guys on, like, the gauntlet uh, run. And I will say, Psyax on Critical can eat shit.
0: Yeah, no, a lot of those uh, bosses, <laughs> uh, I don't. I, when I watch high level kingdom arts play i don't see them ever as like that's a fun tough boss battle <laughs> yeah. i see it as like i have to play the like i have to do these three things for the in the mechanics to cheat my way out of this boss battle <laughs> that's like every no hit run every like mm-hmm. oh beat the boss in like 30 seconds it's like yeah this is like the way to quote unquote play the game the most efficient way to win the battle but it doesn't sound like it never played in my opinion like a fun uh like back and forth because in kingdom hearts if you get hit like once or twice yeah you usually on like on those hi- <laughs> like higher difficulties you're just dead oh you know, no like- it's
2: true because it's, it's even worse well i mean i haven't done the data fights and critical so i can't talk about them yet but i will yeah. say like Psyax in particular was pretty bad. Like the other guys weren't that bad. Like I died a few times just cause you know, like Blaze said, like if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you do, if you have not done a critical run, I will tell you, normally you will die off of one or two hits. Three if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, and Psyax is even worse because, or at least like the prelude to Psyax is worse because Shion is there and Shion yeah. is copying her, his his powers so you're just dodging all these shockwaves and i like most of them can kill you in one hit like mo- all of them i think can kill you one, in one hit and the thing is i, I have like vietnam flashbacks of sax's <laughs> data battle <you> know, <laughs> on proud mode because of i'm just like anthony By default, you will not be able to block most of Siax's attacks. Don't even bother. But but in the the non-Data fight, you can block a good amount of his moves. I did not know this. So I just got my ass Pounded by this man (laughs) and this waifu over and over again. Even
3: over. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna need a clip that. That's like a. That's a teenage girl, dude.
2: We're clipping it, boys. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway.
0: So you, you beat the thing. You got through it. No, uh,
2: oh, no. I'm still on Terra and, and Vanitas right now. I just stopped because mm. my girl was watching me, and I was just like, you know what? We're, we're done here. We need a, we need a, we've need we had enough Kingdom Hearts for today. I can't believe <laughs> awesome. I, I've said that let's before. Let's just take a break. But let's Excellent. take a break because I'm tired of Vanitas pasting me. All right.
0: Well... You know, Vanita's pasting you is the perfect segue into Rob talking about Marvel's Avengers.
2: (laughs) I'm curious
1: as to how. Yeah, Uh,
0: sponsored by Square Enix.
1: You got me there. I wish. I wish we were, man. Uh, I don't,
0: because then it would (laughs) be such a conflict of interest. (laughs) I could never speak anything bad about them, uh, and I would not be able to accept their money anymore. Or have a... like the credibility to be like, I talk critically about every
1: game kind of deal. So
0: the slippery slope. Uh, anyway, Marvel's well, Avengers, Rob.
1: Uh, Marvel's Avengers. Um, I think it's a great uh, beginning of a game. It just needs to be kind of like non-spoilers. The, the act is great. The um, combat is really fun. Um the story is very investing. Um I feel like it's just again this has been highly publicized. There's a lot of glitches in it. Um most of it was was in the beta version and and I think that's not the beta. The um early access. And I feel like that's been the one that like you're hearing a lot of reviews from since they have been kind of really trying to patch it and there has been improvements um but there's also been other issues that develop from them doing these patches like recently i've had a lot of enemies uh blend into the walls and you can't complete certain missions so you have to reboot it so that sucks yeah and but aside from that i think from here they've got a good basis to kind of like improve from. I think they definitely have a good writers developing a story here. I think they just they need to focus on kind of winning people back. I hope the what they said is true when they first talked about this. Um, there is no like major game breaking micro, microtransactions so that uh, the mm-hmm. biggest thing is uh, it's all cosmetics. So if you did want to do that, that's where you'd have to pay. For the most part, it's easy enough to gain points, and they make it fun for you to gain points to uh, hmm. kind of pick pick up different cosmetics. Um, but as far as it goes, um, I think they need to add free story stuff. I, remember, they when they announced this, they said every character was going to be free that they were going to release post launch and I hope that's true and I hope the storyline with them is free because I think that's the biggest way you're gonna kind of win back um, kind of goodwill um, but I at the same time I see them trying to kind of recoup some losses here and doing it as the DLC route. so I don't know where the future is going for this. I'm sorry I just exploded with a lot of stuff about this, but, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I hope I didn't accidentally spoil anything.
0: Yeah, I can't even ever think about playing the game after the spoilers you uh, just (laughs) gave me.
1: No, no,
0: honestly, I appreciate the the take, and obviously I, uh, from, I think... From many times of just saying, I'm hesitant to jump into the game because it, it like games of the service games always have yeah. issues, um, and especially I didn't expect it to have such a like a significant um, single player experience. I guess like a campaign mode. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm looking at a, a future of of that game.
1: I, I would um, wait like for next gen. Yeah, I I would wait it probably until next gen because That's it. Weird. I Again, I feel like by then you're probably going to get a lot of the bugs taken out of it, and hopefully by then you'll have. If you're going to play this on the PS5, I'm guessing you'll have Spider Man already out and all that. So.
0: No, I want the bugs taken out
4: of it, so I would probably want it before <laughs> uh, Spider
0: Man got in there. Oh, boy. Thank you for that
4: setup. Uh, he was waiting for it. He was itching.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Like, a, like if there was a bug on me, haha. Anyway. Oh! Aaron or
4: up. Evan Evan all right Uh so I've been rewatching season 1 of Mandalorian for nice. for obvious reasons uh, Oh yeah
0: we didn't talk about how the Mandalorian's coming out soon yeah. season 2 Yeah End of this Yeah
4: month. I'm excited This month?
0: I think I it's back. next month.
4: Oh wow. You're right it awesome. is October. I'm Yeah. yeah. Time it's... is irrelevant to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. it's going to be
1: it's going to be October tomorrow. Don't worry man. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Um in addition to that I've been listening to the Office Ladies podcast.
0: I don't know what that is.
4: So I are you of the office?
0: Yeah, so I've, is I've it,
4: heard of is it. Is it all the you might, you might have heard of it. So yeah. the ladies who play Angela and Pam go deep dive into the uh, production of the office.
0: Oh, interesting. Wow. So
4: it's been really, really eye-opening and really uh, insightful on how production works on a show like that.
5: Same.
4: And so I've been watching it along with each episode of the podcast. It's been really entertaining. Oh, that's cool.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um,
4: and in addition to that, I've been reading Dark Knight's Death Metal. It's great so far. Yes. Yeah. Seeing Wonder Woman just go ham.
1: <laughs> I. I love what they're doing with uh, kind of the Black Lantern resurrection of the yes. Golden Age heroes. Oh, That's really great.
5: spoilers, guys. Yeah, big spoilers. On? Wow. <laughs> it's,
1: it's a small aspect of the grander story. It, it's pretty bonkers.
4: <laughs> wow. Um, in addition to that, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter lately. World? Yes. They mm-hmm. just announced their last update. They're bringing... Mm-hmm back a huge boss Fatalis, Fatalis from the original yeah. game so
3: he's been uh, in a couple of them yeah cause he's like the the end boss end boss of all end bosses yeah, exactly
4: and uh getting geared up for that um, in addition to that this isn't really something I've been doing but something I think you guys might find interesting uh, I have a friend who's working on Black Widow the movie what? Uh, and she was wow. telling me that the movie's in reshoot and re edit hell right now. Really? Wait, Interesting. Do I know this yeah. person? I think I might. You probably do.
3: Yeah.
0: Hey, I can timestamp if you want it. Or you could just direct message in the chat. Yeah, I mean, not we can just talk anyway. about I'll actually just tell you guys
3: afterwards so I don't. Right. Yeah. So I don't yeah. About, yeah. I'm no, pretty no, sure, I'm sure I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Yeah, that's unfortunate.
4: Yeah, but she's she's excited for everyone to see Taskmaster. She knows that's, that's one of my favorite villains. Go yeah, yeah
0: I, it's interesting that it would be like that yeah. um, at this point, but we also haven't heard anything about it in a exactly. long time. Exactly.
4: Yeah. Hmm. That's why I even asked her, because I knew she was working on it, and she was like, the yeah. was
0: just supposed to be out. Exactly. That movie was supposed to be <laughs> out in May. Yeah. So, and like, because of oh. the, the
4: delay, they're like, we might as well, you know, take another look at it and took another look What's well i'm, I'm that? wondering
1: that's crazy i'm wondering and I'm, I'm
4: guessing you can't say
1: this um but like i'm wondering if it has something to do similar with the falcon and winter soldiers thing where like the rumor is they now have to rewrite everything because the show was based around stopping a virus yeah was, it, the oh, original plot
0: was the i pandemic. didn't know that actually
5: yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i i feel like yeah we definitely talked about that like the the falcon winter soldier thing on the show before but uh i didn't i didn't know it like i from from my basic understanding or the rumor mill around black widow is that it obviously takes place pre-infinity war Mm -hmm. um continuity yeah Yeah. like like in the time after civil war but additionally i believe the ramifications of the that movie black widow Mm -hmm. have a direct plot line like thread into falcon winter soldier yeah i feel like i have to and if that's the case then oh boy is that (laughs) virus not need to not be anywhere in that film and and not in that show i I mean at least from disney's perspective i personally don't think it would matter yeah
1: like you know we just had a video game about uh fungal infection that took over the world and that was that wasn't the issue that people had with it.
0: Yeah, I still have my qualms with uh, The Last of Us uh, story after I had this brain blast about it, but we'll save yeah. that for another podcast. Maybe an extra echo. Ha-ha. Anyway, haha. Can't,
2: can't wait, Jimbo. Uh,
4: okay. <laughs> but Evan, anything else? <laughs> I asked her if they were going to stream it like Mulan because I... I have my issues with that, for yeah, sure. uh, and she says she doesn't know yet, so yeah we'll, I guess we'll oh, find they'll out.
0: probably want they'll probably want as many people, yeah, there's like huge controversy over on, and there was before, and I'm surprised that it just died down any in any shape or form, but it seems like the controversies and the um I don't know, it's kind of like it might sound hyperbolic to be like the disgusting um crimes against humanity like to say that phrase about a disney movie like the production of it like the 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 rings that like the company had to jump through to get approved to film in china to collaborate with like the chinese government like mm-hmm. Obviously now we're on a Chinese government watch list for saying anything like that, but um, and Disney would never work with us. As it was fun idol. while it lasted,
4: guys.
3: But I mean, like, they already have all our information. It's fine. Oh, for
0: sure. <laughs> um, but like those things coming to light only now after the movie is like quote unquote out yeah. on streaming. It's like we all like knew we knew what like the main act like lead actress's like deal was mm-hmm. when like when the movie was first getting it's like super production height mm-hmm. and now people are just like again realizing it or finding out how much worse it is mm-hmm. was like yeah it's a whole big bunch of stuff yeah it's a mess. and uh <laughs> so you know watch at your own discretion uh obviously keep in mind that it is in a lot of ways it's more than just A movie that you're watching it's about like it's i don't know this is a big uh a big thing when we talk about video games and like how we love video games but ethical consumption of like anything that's like a big old topic and a bunch of words that maybe people don't quite understand or care to when they're listening to entertainment things but uh yeah maybe look into it with your favorite stuff like obviously there's a big 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 problem in the gaming industry about uh people working for people who are not treating them well Mm -hmm. and etc like a whole slew of problems but yeah it's it's not just video games haha
4: yeah um and then the last thing is i rewatched black panther yeah Mm -hmm. cool
1: Mm
5: yeah
4: um and i read an interview i don't remember the guy's name but the director of black panther Ryan Coogler, uh, they yeah they plan, at least this is the plan right now. I don't know if they'll change this at all, but okay. they said their plan is to have T'Challa die off screen and then have Shuri take up the mantle.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
4: So I mean, I
1: I, it's kind of I feel like that might be the best way. I. This is, they can't recast him. Yeah, yeah they, they can't. Cannot. Yeah, they no. can't recast. And him.
4: Everyone's been asking Disney to directly not to, and I agree with that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. No,
0: yeah, I'm of the of the same opinion. It is it is not what uh they they definitely should not do that. And if uh, I don't think they should introduce like a whole like new guy to be new Black Panther. Yeah. I don't yeah, think no. that's right either. It it should be Shuri. Yeah. And I don't think it should be like oh we're um we're gonna make we're gonna resurrect. Uh, spoilers for Black Panther came out in 2018. Get over it. Um, we're gonna resurrect uh, Killmonger, but make him good. Killmonger. Yeah, he's you know, please um, no. and make pa- change his like, ways. That's definitely like a thing that I saw in some crazy part of the internet, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is dumb, and I hate well, that. Everyone, Do you get the point?
1: Everyone. Every time I look up plant, like, long ago, like I remember people were like, oh, well, well. You know what I want to see? I want to see uh, Killmonger get resurrected and have his revenge. <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it
4: was like, what? what? Yeah, no, people really empathized living. with... It's like, he served with, a purpose uh, and got oh, his no. his character across in that movie. I don't understand.
0: Mm-hmm. People really, uh, really empathize with that character's philosophy and,
2: like... That's the wrong philosophy to empathize. With. Well, I wouldn't
4: say it's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's a different it's,
3: philosophy. Yeah, it's definitely where he ended up was a bad place, sure. but I think yes. from his justifications wasn't like necessarily wrong. It was the uh, product of yes. what happened. He became and that's the point of his out like of He something positive his eventually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well guys that was beautiful discussion uh anything
3: else yeah.
4: evan that's it for me
0: aaron it's your your turn
3: uh what have i been doing fishing got, Final uh, Fantasy uh-huh. yeah i don't want to talk about that <laughs> i mean painful. let's see as of right now i have uh what is it seven hours until uh I get 10 minutes to be able to uh, catch this fish that I've been trying to catch for about a week now. Um, wow. Yeah, it feels bad. I didn't realize fishing was really so bad. intense.
4: Uh,
3: it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if intense is getting 10 minutes to uh, have a random RNG chance of getting this one thing that you need for this one quest, then I guess that's the case.
4: I guess I'm just saying, in comparison to everything else I've done in 14
3: oh yeah no this is definitely like one of the fewer things that kind of the philosophies from 11 had carried over uh, um, I don't think it's necessarily bad like I do like it but it's just like sometimes like it can be annoying Yeah, but, I mean that's how it is I'm not gonna work with it uh, I got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 I'm, it's very I good tonight. very good
4: you have a yeah. PC right
3: yeah, yeah.
4: All right. Yeah, I'm downloading it tonight.
5: Mm.
3: It's, <laughs> you yeah, know, it looks amazing. The soundtrack is awesome. The uh, new characters that they added it is definitely like a love letter to those games and skating culture as a whole, which is something that has been lacking in video games recently.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Skate
0: platform. Um, Oof. Don't worry, you'll get uh, Skate Games as a service, uh, mobile only game. Uh, whenever yeah, you know, it feels remotely. really bad.
2: Or you man. could like get an emulator <laughs> of Tony Hawk's Underground. Bad.
0: You can play uh, Skate Three if you want to yeah. on Games Pass. Uh, whenever whenever uh, the EA Play thing goes through with Games Pass, if you wanted to, I mean, easy way or just buy Skate Three, obviously. But you know, yeah, so true. Yeah, feel, no, it's yeah. very
3: good. It's very difficult. Uh, Tony Hawk's first Skater wanted to, which I like. Um, and yeah, played PUBG yesterday. <laughs> I saw <laughs> For the saw first that. time, and uh, <laughs> we used to play it, like, daily back when it was originally released, like, a couple years ago. Um, people are, like, really good at that game now. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they're either hacking or they're just, like, have been playing since the game started and haven't stopped they well, the reason that we stopped was like they, uh, they actually figured out that like a lot of the matches are filled with bots because like bots implemented by the uh, production company because there aren't enough people playing the game concurrently yeah. that they can fill lobbies up so and, and like we found some bots who are like running around no guns in their hands they like stop for 10 minutes at like A flash hider that's lying on the ground to pick it up and like they don't aim at you they just like run past you it's like really strange um but yeah it's funny like even being in lobbies with like a bunch of bots and then uh yeah it was it was okay I don't know if we'll keep playing it
2: yeah
5: cool hell
0: yeah well, I guess we've been running pretty long, but I'll go mm. with my stuff. Uh, played a little bit more of Final Fantasy um, fourteen. Uh, I'm still not in like the totally totally in the heavens word content. I'm still like no, you're not in that like patch cycle <laughs> be- leading up to it. So mm. you're in the longest
3: yeah. patch cycle in between games. Really good watches
0: uh, though. Yeah, it's been okay. It's been like a bunch of like fights i've already done mm-hmm. uh, but on hard mode now Oh, the extreme and yeah
3: that's like uh just the hard, end game content like, essentially what yeah. you're doing is like the content that they just wanted to put out for uh people who are waiting for mm-hmm. the like yeah, yeah. story yeah. updates yeah. essentially because they're like still writing it i believe um yeah so like i think everything from like 2.5 onward maybe would be related to like heaven sword content leading up to that was, was like Gears yeah. of
4: Fate after Heaven's Word, Aaron? I think it was.
3: It must have been. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I need to look at the. Because uh,
4: this it sounds right, because that would be screen. Alexander, right? Yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was after uh, gear, gear. I, I'm excited for you to get to Gears of Fate, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. A really be a point. while. So uh-huh. <laughs> like what you're
3: going through is like they're essentially just adding like end game raids and. Yeah things like that for people to have fun but yeah. it's not necessarily related to any it's, story content
0: yeah well it's not as bad as the unskippable cutscene, like nightmare oh my gosh uh, <laughs> of uh the pra- was it the praetorian but yeah praetorian i hate and, uh, that so much Castrum yeah, yeah that was just not fun and
3: well you're gonna have to do it a bunch more times when you do uh <laughs> story roulette because it gives it a bunch of xp for people who uh want to sit through that so yeah. that's it's like tough. one of the best ways to level up your character
0: that's really tough yep well anyway uh i've been playing that in, very infrequently recently and uh since last week i know last week i watched like i talked about a bunch of anime that i had watched but i tried to mix it up i did watch um two more anime but also uh <laughs> i watched a live action show and uh, I'll talk about the one I think out of out of all three I'll talk about them in order of like what I like the most and uh, so on Netflix uh, they're, they're all on Netflix I uh, basically kept seeing the show called High Score Girl and I was like what's Damn. the deal with this like kind of crappy looking see- like like um, 3D model um, anime it's kind of just like why didn't they just do like the traditional style anime and i was and like the the further i like i expected it the more i watched it like i gave it a chance initially because it was about video games obviously and also the composer of the soundtrack for the show is yoko Shimomura of kingdom hearts and um street fighter 2 fame and the show which i had not know i didn't know until i actually watched it is about like the 90s and arcade culture in japan like arcade and home console culture in japan and it's like majority fighting games but not exclusive to those things and you follow these two kids as they like go from uh elementary school to high school and like they're developing like relationship and whatever and their lives and how like street fighter 2 and um i think it's like final fight both of those games kind of like play like a huge like um presence in there but they go through like um the nes the pc engine um like all this stuff like home consoles also arcade and it like kind of is this this contrast and it's really like after watching um the high score of no affiliation high score the documentary on netflix about video games it was really like nice to see this anime because it, it was like a rom- like romanticization I guess if that's pronounced correctly of the uh, of that concept or like the reality of that really nice I really enjoyed it and I would highly recommend it if you're into like video games also anime and also like uh, I don't know it's kind of romancy, y but it, like that's not the like I don't think it's the major focus I think mm. they do a lot with Street Fighter in that game uh that game and that um like because like when we think of guile's theme i don't think of the lady who did kingdom hearts like or like the music for kingdom hearts i don't think of guile's theme and sora from kingdom hearts theme being done by the same person that's just like mind-breaking to me but yeah no um yeah no super cool the animation bugged bugged me in the trailer but it honestly looks pretty good and is all like Not noticeable for the majority of it they square enix i think has like a i think they own the rights or like like we're in the major parts of production for the show because they're credited like at the end end of the show and then um there's and they they collaborate with like capcom and sega and all these companies and they show like actual um, game footage and sprites, or at least like it's recreated in authenticity and it's it's pretty funny. It kind of reminds me in a lot of ways of um the way certain like Spider Man shows will like will have like Spider Man talk to himself but he'll like have like a like in his brain kind of like a smaller Spidey. I think they did it a lot in at least Ultimate Spider Man. They definitely did that right. yeah, like,
2: Ultimate Spider Man, yeah.
5: yeah.
0: Yeah, so they do that but it's like guile talking to the main character guy or it'll be um what's his name what's the oh giant no not ryu the giant russian guy what is his name zangief zangief (laughs) yeah so it's really funny the main girl character um she her name's uh Ono. she um she uses zangief and everyone like comments about it like why do you use zangief but it's really funny anyway she like Guile is the main character's like character and Zangief is her character and it's really funny. But uh yeah, definitely worth watching in my opinion. So I moved on from a fighting game anime to a fighting uh, real life fighting I guess show. Ooh. Cobra Kai, haha! Ha, it's not anything. Don't don't worry about it. Uh, have you have you guys heard of the Karate Kid? Yes. The original. Yeah, no, movie? I've
2: never heard of that before. Yeah, I've
0: okay, never so, watched that movie before. Okay, so <laughs> that movie or the series of movies uh, with Ralph Macchio from the '80s, I guess.
1: Uh, You're not talking about uh, that movie with Gene no, Smith. No, I'm not.
0: No, no. We don't we don't well, know. what about else could you be talking kid.
1: about called the karate kid, man. I don't so YouTube know
0: you... made two seasons of uh like a sequel show called Cobra Kai. And recently Netflix purchased the rights to those and I also like, the the third season. Apparently there's a third season that's already been shot, it's already hmm. done. Wow. But it's it was supposed to come back out like out in April, but COVID like pushed it basically. Mm-hmm. And so they recently put Cobra Kai seasons one and two on Netflix and I heard that show is really good. It is awesome, but I have a few caveats while it is really cool and I like it a lot. It is like, it suffers from the modern era of shows like Riverdale. And yeah, I know that comes with like a really heavy, like connotation. Um, it, de- it definitely when they're dealing with like the adults in that show, I like that. It I like the way it ta- like uh, Johnny Lawrence, who's the the uh, the like the bad rival guy in the like the original film. He is the, like quote unquote the main character of this. The good guy in this show, Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. and uh... oh. Uh, what is his name? What is this the karate? Ralph
1: Machio. <laughs> That's the actor's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for now we'll just call him Ralph. Okay, so
0: Ralph Macchio. Wow. His last name's LaRusso. I don't know what his first name is. I'll for look at that. Um He um he's like Daniel LaRusso. Who? Mm-hmm. Daniel Daniel.
2: Daniel-son. okay
0: just Dan- Daniel son yeah I get it yeah. okay okay thank you <laughs> yeah so so Johnny and and uh, Daniel are like foils to each other obviously they were before and now they are again but it's in reverse like the down on his luck like um, never like failure to launch kind of guy like like mess up um, character of Johnny, that's what he became because he lost that tournament. That's how the show, like, opens up and frames it. And now, um, uh, Daniel LaRusso his this big shot, like, multi, like, car dealership guy. And he's, like, super successful, millionaire, has, like, a beautiful house, a wife, kids, like, everything's going great for him, and everything's going wrong for, uh, for Johnny. And the, uh, the show like basically starts out and when it like handles those things like with the those two characters at each other's like at odds with each other and like their paths crossing in the first season especially it is so good every time when when like johnny is training his like his daniel-san and he is being uh mr miyagi towards him and like his version of it hilarious great job you did a great job when, uh, when those things are all, like, functioning as properly, cool. When you get into the whole, like, Riverdale teen, uh, romance and, like, the partying and, like, doing all these drugs and alcohol, like, whatever. As the teens do. In like, they're all, like, having sex and, like, like, they're just, like, getting into car accidents or doing all this stuff and none of the cops are involved, no one's doing anything. It's kind of, like, too far. Like, it's using 80s movie logic to, like, this very modern thing that they're trying to present. So there's, like, this, this like, layer of disbelief that it's not reaching to me anyway. So I would say it's majorly good and worth checking out. Um, and I am waiting for season three. I did like it enough that I'm like, man, I can't wait for season three to come out. But it does feel like Sequel shows of like where like the, they were kids in the now they're adults and they have kids, mm-hmm. like it definitely feels like that. So yeah.
1: I mean, you know, I, I've definitely been very interested in this ever since I got the weirdest assignment uh, from one of my classes recently. It was like the foundations of story, and the two, yeah. and the two things they wanted us to study were the Karate Kid. And the Charlie's mm-hmm. Angels 2003 movie. On how <laughs> story Barrymore.
2: Worked.
1: Yeah, with Drew Barrymore and all that. I remember oh, when
0: you got my. this because you kept sending us stuff for yeah, that movie. Yeah, of
1: course. Because it's the. <laughs> I, I think the Charlie's Angels movie is the most insane movie I've ever seen in my life.
2: I, I'm um, very so. curious to see it.
1: Rewatch it, man. It's At it, the beginning, it has LL Cool J played by what? Drew Barrymore. The uh, fuck? Bernie Max jumping in that movie, out of isn't he?
4: Win. What's that? Bernie Max in that movie, isn't he? I feel like uh, that's the second be. one. I think so. that's, oh, that's uh, the second one. I know oh, Lucy
2: Liu's in it as well. Yeah, and uh, um,
4: Cameron Diaz. Yeah, Jeez, it's what it's,
2: a it, what a cast.
1: It's a astounding, but <laughs> what do you call it? But yeah, I I just remember watching the Karate Kid and being like, wow, the whole story that like I never picked up is. Daniel is, like, enough in an ass that he, like, like, there's a scene in it. Like, we had to all write this discussion post about it. And it was like, what's the defining scene of the movie that you think? And I was like, well, at one point, he, uh, he's trying to learn self-defense to defend against the bully in town. And he goes into the Cobra Kai studio... And he's about to learn the same things Johnny does, but then he sees Johnny there. So he he would have just ended up just like Johnny if it wasn't for Mr. Miyagi, like because he's like Daniel's an asshole in the beginning of it, and the whole movie is about him starting to become less of an asshole. Is how I read it. It might be different. That
0: that's kind of what the show goes into of like there was such a fine line between like. Johnny didn't get a Mr. Miyagi. He got I don't remember what his teacher was called, yeah. but he got him instead of Mr. Miyagi. If Johnny and um Daniel basically were switched, that like they would have like the, the the implication is that their lives would be completely like opposite and they're so similar to each other, they just went down on different paths. And that the kind of the point of the show that I've gathered is that they're The like the conflict of the show is that these two characters, who are obviously at odds with each other, are like hurtling towards the middle of where they meet, and the conflicts involved in between those things are what like drive the show. Obviously, that's amazing. uh, It's it's an incredible like I yeah I told I said that whole kind of has that Riverdaleification on it yeah but it is definitely like hey these characters are ingrained in your mind if Mm -hmm. you're of like a certain era i guess but it really is true to those characters in most every way the kind of teeny bopper as i say even though i'm probably similar aged (laughs) to a lot of the the quote-unquote teenage characters in this show um they are kind of like comically like villainous i don't i i don't know like they're like played up to be they're like glee kids but from like and like whenever they they show them it's like the show is for a different audience i don't know it's like when they focus on the kids it turns into this like uh riverdale show and when they focus on the adults it's just like a different show cuz they just really go r- really hard like oh this character is really mean and really evil and he's about to commit uh like a horrible deed and or these characters are about to go get drunk because they're teenagers and they're about to go party because that's what teenagers do and i'm like you know honestly maybe they all do that but i don't think uh, i think that their parents for how involved essentially to the plot this wouldn't happen and also uh they would know like with all the technology that we have Mm -hmm. like i guess maybe they don't realize it and that's kind of the point of when it happens in the show but it's like uh i think i think you guys uh you use it like hopefully they don't retread some of that like oh we didn't know that now we know that like but we do now kind of like yeah it's whatever but definitely worth watching totally cool Wrap it up, because we've been going for almost two hours. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I,
2: I'm trying to get to the fucking gym today, okay? All right. Yeah, yeah
0: me, so wrap la- last thing, I watched uh, an anime that I've basically been holding off on for a while called Violet Evergarden, mm. and I the reason I did not watch it um, uh, immediately is because um, it looked like the main character for that show looks like a um, a better animated a version of any saber character. I was from, just about to uh, say, like she from looks, the Fate series. I thought well, she yeah. was a
2: Fate character when I first yeah.
0: So Fate, for anyone who doesn't know, is like a popular anime, like visual novel, and um, games, movies, games, movies, it's uh, mo- like yeah. there's a huge mobile. Yeah. yeah, it's just a big franchise. The it. It became more widespread, I think, in the U.S. when Fate Stay Night came onto Netflix or whatever. But anyway, there's there's this character basically in, like, every iteration, sometimes in multiple iterations in each version of the show or season or game or whatever. Like, they're basically just called Saber, usually. And they all look like this blonde lady in, like, a blue or red dress. That's about it. Like anime blonde lady with uh and that's and that's that and so violet evergarden suffers from the fact that she looks like that character because it's of like it's just a similar style just in her visual design but otherwise her personality is completely different and the story context and whatever of the show are completely different um just to go really fast the music in the show incredible the uh, animation in the show is top-notch. It feels like it has a movie budget for the mo- majority of the time for the animation in the show than, it, like, a regular TV show budget, which is, like, kind of surprising. And uh, other than that, uh, there I have a few nitpicky things, but I guess in the context of the show, I don't know. They never really go into it, like, other than that she was, like, Like, she was gifted to this, like, military guy and used as a child soldier. That's kind of, like, the premise of the show. But it's never, like... But she's just, like, really good at everything that she ever... Any tasks that she's ever given, she's just really good at. And she doesn't have... She doesn't understand human emotions the way that normal people do. But she has the capacity to learn. And uh, she has, like, these robot metal arms... And it's because she lost her other arms in, like, the war. That's about, like, the base premise without, like, that from episode one. And the thing is, I believe I've read somewhere that she's, like, a quote-unquote, like, android or robot. I'm not 100% on that because I really just, they never really told us and the audience from just watching the show. I don't want to have to watch a movie before I... I I watched the show to understand the backstory of the characters (coughs) on fantasy 15, but, uh, you know? Yeah. So that's about that. Uh, the premise of the show is that she becomes a, she like, she writes letters and she travels places to write letters. And it's about how letters or like hearing from people, like the written word, how it can have such a huge impact on people and change their lives and let people know, what you're feeling, what your thoughts are. And her job is basically to con- condense that down into beautifully written letters that get the point and feelings across to people. And it was very, like, Sounds in like an her. age. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly, it gave me some of those vibes, like, but obviously, like, animeified. It mm-hmm. gives you, it, it kind of like in an age where, like, everything is so. Uh, impersonal in a lot of ways and especially like, how we've been all locked away from each other for COVID it was like it reminded me of like how um, how powerful just like that kind of form of communication just like it doesn't take too much effort or time to just send someone a little message of like how much they mean to you or like anything like that or like open communication in that way it was very nice very heartfelt Um, and then I watched the anime special which is just like a little bit of an extended episode don't know why it wasn't just part of the main show and then um, the movie which is like a really long episode for the most part maybe it's like a two or three parter Um, and the movie had it was like movie budget but it looked, like, it was animated. Like, if you've ever seen an anime movie versus an anime, like, show, like, major production, you, like, see the, like, the drastic uptick in quality. Like, is that a common occurrence or am I insane?
2: No. it's pretty common.
0: Absolutely, that's the case. (laughs) Okay, so now that we're all in agreement, the only difference in this, the Violet Evergarden movie was that there's this, like, girl, like, this little girl character, and the only, like huge uptick in, in like, art quality that I noticed compared to the series, because the way I feel probably mostly is that they made it, like, they made it any time that little girl was in the scenes and she had a big smile on, they had to animate, like, and draw each individual line of, like, her teeth. And, like, when she would move, they would, like, animate that. But they wouldn't just, like, streamline it, so it would just be, like, the normal just like white bar basically i guess in like fast animation they would like make sure you notice every tooth and Mm -hmm. i just didn't know why it was just really distracting comparatively because they had never done that before in any other episode and i was just like feels really weird i don't like that it's like so noticeable anyway that's just my weird thoughts about that uh i definitely recommend that as well it's pretty simple uh not too much, but it's just kind of like heartfelt. I think that's one of the, the terms that Netflix uses to describe it. So, nice. but yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and incorporate more live action into my viewing uh, schedule as I work on more comics and stuff. But we'll, we'll uh, hear
3: about it next time. Yeah, just definitely. Thanks for
0: up listening, up everyone. Show. Any, any uh, new listeners that we have, thank you for listening, watching wherever you consume our content. Always feel free to reach out to us and ask questions for the podcast. We'd love to answer them. Uh, Thank you, Anthony and Rob and Evan, for being on this week. I know it's kind of tough to get our schedules all to line up.
5: Mm -hmm.
2: Great.
0: You're welcome back anytime.
2: Thanks for having us.
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, typical places. Uh, Anthony, you still want us to link out your YouTube? Sure. Is that your preferred? Sure, why not? Yeah, you don't want to... All right, and then Rob, just don't your use my Twitter? Twitter?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm just Corboy at Twitter.
0: Yeah, and I'll link it below. I'll link everything below. And Evan, we previously had your Instagram and Twitter linked. Do you want us to link anything else or shout out anything else?
4: Uh, Nothing to link right now, but we'll be... We're. Uh, recording our podcast whoa. yeah I'll, competing
0: I'll, podcast <laughs> <laughs>
3: whoa, whoa,
4: whoa, whoa. i'll tell i'll tell you about whoa, it whoa. some other time but yeah we're recording that so look out for that
3: <laughs> yeah that part's uh, redacted from the podcast for the time
4: <laughs> yeah
0: i'm
3: cutting this part out oh, no one my. will ever hear about this. your competing yeah
0: <laughs> no, it's fine well uh we look forward to hearing what it is and uh more information about that Well, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. This is a jumbo-sized podcast (laughs) for everyone. For real,
5: Jesus. Catch you next week, I guess. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. See you. Uh, Later.